In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Let me ask you guys a question. Before that, what was, what existed before God created? I think the Bible makes it very plain and simple. Before the world existed, behold God. God, he's perfect in self-sufficiency. He is perfect in triunity, perfect in community. God, the Father, God, the Son, and God, the Holy Spirit, three in one. God was, God is, and forever will be perfectly satisfied in himself. I mean, doesn't he say, for of me and through me and to me, are all things. I mean, it says in Colossians 1.17, I am before all things, and in me all things consist. Psalm 93 says, My throne was established long ago, and I myself am from all eternity. Anything that God is, and all that he is, he is in himself. Guys, I truly believe that anyone who says the question, who created God, is on the highest level of ignorance. Because it's blasphemy to believe that such a God can come to be. Guys, he simply is. To think that God needs someone or something to exist is blatant heresy. He did not need to create. But for reasons known to him for his glory, verse 1 of Genesis, it became a reality. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Let it be known, God is the maker and sustainer of the universe. Apart from him, John says, nothing was made that was made. The galaxies were spoken into existence from the words which flowed from Almighty God. You know, this is why the heavens declare his glory, which is why the fool has said in his heart, there is no God. Think about this. In six days, God accomplished what the world has tried to replicate for thousands of years. If mankind was given a millennium to make a single grain of sand, guys, we'd miserably fail. But God did it in a mere 144 hours. That's insane. He could have done it sooner. On the sixth day of creation, you guys know what was made. God formed his greatest work. His magnum opus, this creation, would be given dominion over the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. All-powerful God has bestowed the greatest title he could ever give to the human race. That is, we were made in the image of God. This is what separates man from beast. We were made to commune with each other to replicate the perfect community that God has in the Trinity. As we know the story. The relationship between God and man didn't last for long. Like every great story, the characters face 
problems. There was a serpent in the midst of the garden who was craftier than any beast. He convinced the image bearers to eat the fruit that was forbidden by God. Jimmy Needham says in less than 50 words, he convinced a fully satisfied people that they were starving to death. Guys, this incident, as we know, is known as the fall. Because man's sin, God could no longer be in the presence of his very own image bearers. God is holy, righteous, and good. And he proved it to the world by kicking man out of the garden. Ever since that day, the human race was cursed. Guys, by the grace of Almighty God, the story doesn't end here. God promised to redeem his people. In Genesis 3.15, he says he'll send one to fix what happened in the garden. Guys, fast forward thousands of years into a town called Bethlehem. What happened? A baby was born. Think about it. The world didn't know that this baby in a manger, the rejected baby, who was rejected to stay at the inn, would split time in two. His name was Jesus. He was born of a virgin, conceived by the Holy Spirit. Almighty God took the humble step into time. God became a man. (laughs) He calmed a storm by merely speaking the words, Be still. Guys, his, his disciples were shocked. Remember when they said, who can this be that even the wind and the seas obey him? You know, I believe the disciples shouldn't have been shocked if they recognized who was in the boat. The same mouth that said, be still, is the same mouth that spoke the world into existence. Remember John, apart from him, nothing was made that was made. And day after day, the perfect sinless son of God met the requirements of his father's law. Jesus didn't sin a single time. He was tempted in all ways, but he never gave in. That is why him and only him was able to pay the endless fine that God demanded for our sin and his holiness. Jesus of Nazareth, he was sent to the cross to die. The world thought they could kill the Son of God. Man, the world was ignorant of his very words. Didn't he say, no one takes my life, but I lay it down. My pastor says, Jesus bowed in death, but not to it. Jesus could have sent down a legion of angels to kill the ones who attempted to murder him. If he said the word, he could have switched positions with everyone watching to a point where the crowd was hanging on trees and he was watching them. Even that would be the grace of God. Why? Guys, because we all deserve hell. But in humility, Jesus, as it says in Hebrews 12, he despised the shame. Jesus the Christ laid down his life for his image bearers. This was not just any death. 
It was as if he held holy God in one hand and filthy sinners in the other. And through his atoning death, he brought them together. Upon that cross, he took the sin for all who would believe on him and bore the wrath of God. Meanwhile, guys, he gave the righteousness of Christ, of himself, to all who would believe on him. For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, so that in him we might become righteous. Everyone, Jesus had a very profound phrase on the cross. He said three words that will forever echo into eternity. It is finished. The penalty was paid. God's wrath satisfied. The God-man, he was dead. We know the story. This piece of history It doesn't end here. Three days later, in triumphant glory, imagine seeing Jesus Christ. He rose from the dead. Sinclair Ferguson said, imagine for a moment the reaction of hell to the death of Christ. Jesus was bound by the bands of death. With celebration and joy, God was defeated. Vengeance was the devil's. But they reckoned without the wisdom of God. For Christ could not be held down by the bands of death. In fact, through death, he was paralyzing the ones who had the power of death and he was setting his people free. What seemed to be defeat was actually victory. The resurrection morning, it was hell's gloomiest day. Satan saw the wisdom of God and tasted defeat. And this is the call that goes out. God says, anyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. If we confess our sins, he and he alone is faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Guys, the fact is that we've all broken God's holy law. If you've lied one time, then you're fully deserving of God's wrath in eternity in hell. If you turn away from your sin and stop looking to your own meritorious actions to try to save yourself and look solely to Christ, you'll be saved. Cry out to the living God to have mercy on you, and he will. I quoted him earlier, but Jimmy Needham also said, Are you shocked by the consequence of your sin? Well, be more shocked by the mercy of him. If you get right with God solely by the work of Christ, then once again you will be given a title that only God's image bearers can have, which is redeemed. Guys, the gospel is not just heaven one day, but it's Christ now. Christ in you on the grounds of redemption. This is the gospel. Christianity is so much more than just a get out of hell free card. It's Christ now. There's a fellowship you get into. You are adopted into a family. The God who says he will not leave you nor forsake you is by your side. Though the earth gives way, though the mountains melt into the sea, my God, he is in control. And that is why I can look in the future at trials to come and I can laugh. 
laugh in the face because I recognize that nothing can pluck me from Almighty God's hands and nothing shall separate me from His love. That explains why perfect love casts out fear. When you recognize you are loved by someone outside of this world, nothing in this world should trip you up. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am Ethan Spence, host of the Make Sense with Ethan Spence podcast. Leave a like down below. Subscribe. I'll see you guys next time.